The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday, on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Oh boy, the Dallas Cowboys. What on earth happened? Uh, the Dallas Cowboys falling on the road to the Seattle Seahawks 38-31. to I'm sure you two fine gentlemen are saying, no big deal. You lost, I mean, Josh Allen's an MVP candidate, but you lost to the probably eventual MVP in Russell Wilson. In our post-game episode on the Blog and the Voice podcast network, I, I cautioned people. I said, look, I mean, if, if we all, if the three of us guys went to like a Bobby Flay restaurant and the food was good, we'd be like... Well, that was awesome, and (laughs) that makes sense because he's a great cook. So it's not surprising to see Russell Wilson cook, but, you know, Cowboys fans can can be a certain way. To me, you know, the big takeaway here, Dak Prescott is a star, is an elite quarterback, had some turnovers, can't do that. However, the Cowboys special teams and defense are just an utter disaster. Three games in, guys, three games in. The best starting field position the Cowboys have had is the Rams 39-yard line in week one, thanks to an interception from Chita Bewuze, and their own 46-yard line, thanks to the watermelon onside kick from Greg Zerline last week. That's it. They've started on the plus side of the 51 time. Dak Prescott can't do it all himself. Uh, it's ironic that this would happen to the Cowboys uh, with Dak Prescott after Tony Romo, but I digress. Let me talk about the Seahawks for a second, because I know RJ is going to go on and on about the Cowboys yeah. like he does every Wake week. Wake me up. We, we get it. Asleep. So pass rush and pass coverage are the biggest issues for the, the, the Seattle team uh, in terms of their potential to be a dominant force in the NFC. Only 15% pressure rate on Dak Prescott on Sunday. That's not going to get it done, especially when Dallas isn't even starting both their tackles. Flip that to the Cowboys, and their defensive line performed just fine. It's their secondary, which is bad. And you run up against a buzzsaw in Russell Wilson, who is good. Uh, They were leaving guys running free all day, and they're going to have to win these boat races. That has to be the formula because they can't stop a nosebleed. You know, you go one and two. And I don't know if people in Dallas are, are pointing the finger at the quarterback as typically happens with a start like that, especially when, when one of those wins was a gift from the Dan Quinn football gods. <laughs> Dak is not the problem with this team. The problem is the defense. The problem is the special teams. The problem is the run blocking in a list of, in a list of things that have gone wrong with this team. Dak is low on them. But regardless of where the fingers should be pointed, not being able to dominate an NFC East division which is 2-9-1 and one combined <laughs> this year with their only out-of-division win coming against Atlanta, and we know what that one was. That's pretty unacceptable and is not the change that was promised when McCarthy stepped in for Garrett. Yeah, I'll start with the Seahawks, too. This Wilson-Lockett connection, it's stop it, drop it, pop it. Wilson, another six to Lockett. Three touchdowns for those two on the day. Uh, let's read the, the stat in this game. 27 of 40, 315, five touchdowns, 14 touchdowns in three games, breaking Patrick Mahomes' 2018 record for Russell Wilson. 14 touchdowns in three games. We joked about him cooking. I mean, he's cooking better than Lamar Lagasse in this early start to the season. I think we know the Seahawks are a Super Bowl contender, clearly maybe the clearest Super Bowl contender of every team in the NFL willing to admit that. That means if you're the Cowboys, you know what you can't do? You can't muff a kickoff. You can't miss extra points or have them blocked. You can't allow wide-open touchdowns, have two interceptions, even if you finish with 472 passing yards. To the Cowboys' credit, they were in this game until the end, but the truth is I don't know if that's the case. If DK Metcalf just holds on to that ball and doesn't let Trevon Diggs just force the touchback, would have been 16-9 early. The Cowboys went three and out on their next drive. I understand, okay, this wound up being a close game, and the Cowboys came back to beat what I am starting to be 
I believe is like the greatest clown show in America in the Atlanta Falcons. It's 16-9. I don't know if this is a, a different game entirely. Uh, glad that there was some redemption at the end. Uh, we talk about the Cowboys and the Chiefs pass catchers. I think that's happening a little bit in Seattle with Lockett and Metcalf. They don't have the names yet, but I think by the end of the year, maybe they will. Uh, defensive notes, great job by the Seahawks. Griffin with the interception. Alden Smith, three sacks of Wilson in the game, leads the NFL. Alton Robinson had the uh, quarterback hit in the sack that matters. A couple rhetorical questions I have from this game. Who is Cedric Wilson? Can he stop it? <laughs> For the Cowboys, uh, do you remember you have a nice young man named Ezekiel Elliott? And how about we acknowledge Michael Gallup a little bit more often who can play football? Very quickly, speed Seahawks next four. Miami, Minnesota, Arizona, San Francisco. Who thinks there's a 1% chance they don't win all of those games? I mean, I think they're going to win the next four. So Cedric Wilson was actually drafted in the same class as Michael Gallup. So, I mean, you look back on that 2018 Cowboys class. Michael Gallup, Cedric Wilson, Connor Williams, who did not have a great game uh, against Seattle, and of course, Leighton Vanderesh, who is MIA on injured reserve. Ad, that really sucks. Add rhetorical to the list of charcuterie of words RJ doesn't, doesn't I mean, know. I'm just, I'm just answering the questions. You, you, you pose the questions, I give you the answers. Th- this is all about Pete's fantasy team. You realize that, right? No, it totally is. I, <laughs> either his fantasy team, or as we learned last week, his actual fantasies. You know, I, dra- I, go, I go and draft Michael Gallup early. And I'm, I'm supposed to be here saying giddy up each and every week to my friends in my fantasy league. And finally, he shows up. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate he finally shows up. Let's maybe utilize him a little bit more. You mentioned giddy up. He plays for the Cowboys. True story. Michael Gallup uh, has talked about he grew up with a pet horse. Um, so a little fun fact of the day. Um, you mentioned Alden Smith, Pete. I, I think, you know, Alex Smith deserves his own comeback player of the year. I mean, trophy case. Uh, but if we're isolating it to just on-field accomplishments, I think Alden Smith is the clear favorite considering, I mean, the guy was missing or missed five years of NFL action and he has twice as many sacks as the rest of the Cowboys defense combined. Sacks aren't everything, but wait, 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 wait. Alex Smith had 17 surgeries and is on a 53-man roster. Okay, uh, uh, I get it. Sure. I, that's why I said he deserves his own okay. very special award, okay. but he hasn't played show yet. Some, that's all I'm talking about. Show some compassion for one second in your life. I... Tyler Lockett is amazing. One of the more underrated wide receivers in the NFL. Had three touchdowns at halftime. Russell, I mean, what is... And I want to say, I don't know that it's let Russ cook as much as... Man, Russ kind of has to cook. Because, to your point, Kist, if... If you don't let him cook, I mean, you know, you're going to be taking these L's. You're going to be losing to, to people like Miami or whatever. I know you, you kind of ran through that, Pete, but it is what it is. The Cowboys are one and two. To me, this, I said it leading up to this game, for Dak Prescott, this felt like, if you guys remember that 2013 Cowboys-Broncos game where Tony Romo was amazing, but threw the interception at the end of the game, kind of felt like it would it would be that, like this great statistical performance that wasn't going to be enough. And lo and behold, here we are. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.